Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day listeners. Language warning. I'm just <laughs> right out there. I'm coming in hot with my first ever Karen moment. This this episode needs to carry a language warning. Do not listen to this with the children around. Pop your earbuds in and have a giggle along with us. Speaking of children, we've been missing for a week more. Mm, Over yeah. a week, Coxie, after committing to daily episodes, the bum fell out of my world uh, a week and a half ago. And uh, we took a little break from the podcast while I went and dealt with some personal stuff in the midst of a Victorian lockdown. <laughs> so we're back. We're back. And be that way today. better than being back on a Wednesday at the Tradies in Business podcast, it's a special hump day return episode because Coxie's got her Karen on this morning. And so the language warning is real. This may not be a flip it Friday. It's a, it's a fuck it Wednesday. No, it's a mother Wednesday. <laughs> so uh, Coxie and I usually hit the microphones and we look at each other on Zoom because that's how we do business and podcasting these days. And it's like, what are we going to talk about today? And uh, we talk about what we really want to talk about <laughs> before we hit record. <laughs> and then we come up with something that we think is going to serve you as our listener. We think it's going to help you in your business or with your mindset or your cash flow or your team or something that is about tradies in business. And today we're going to throw all of that in the toilet bowl and press the flush button and just go, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's have a rant. <laughs> I think it's a good rant. It is a rant with a message, though, and I do there's think a there's lesson. a learning here for all of us. Absolutely, um, a lesson because we can't help ourselves, can we, Coxie? No, I don't know. Life without dishing out lessons. It's a <laughs> children's discuss. We must be parents. Everything's a lesson. <laughs> so, what's our lesson today, Coxie? I think uh, if we could sum it up in a few words, don't judge. End of story. End of is story, that, even though we're about to pass a whole bunch of judgment. We're about to cast some judgment. But it's, we are. No, is it realistic, though? Is that an achievable thing? No, but we don't have to voice our judgment. We can keep it internal until we learn some more. As we say all the time, seek first to understand, then to be understood. I reckon Ask that's some a, questions. That's a cracking um, uh, connection to make because I think as humans, we judge we judge by appearances, we judge by all the things we're told we shouldn't. And I think it's ridiculous and I think it's actually a way to you know, create more controversy and drama and division amongst society and that plays into the hands of those who benefit from that. Um, we, we do judge and it's it's a spectrum like so many things. You know, There's small judgments we make about people. We do it when we're walking down the street Late at night, we see someone who, you know, has facial tattoos and torn clothing and, you know, looks scary in a, in a side alley. 
We judge that person and we cross the street just in case. Yeah. Um, you know, our judgment is what actually saves us from harm. And you think about trade businesses. We just did an expert session recently with uh, the lovely Vanessa from Hazard Co. talking about site safety. Yes. You know, we have to look at situations and make judgments about is that safe or not safe. So it's built into us and it's, and it's a fantastic thing that humans have is we use that to actually keep ourselves safe and protect our families and take advantage of opportunities and all those sorts of things. And then the, the other edge of that blade <laughs> that cuts in the opposite direction is our propensity to judge hastily Mm-hmm. And without doing exactly what you said, Coxie, of seeking first to understand, taking the time to just keep the big pie hole shut for just a few minutes or keep the fingers off the keyboard or the, the phone screen for just a few minutes and just jam that gear stick into first in the brain before engaging the gob and, and you know trolling someone or going to town on someone on social media. Mm. And you have a fabulous teaching example of this, don't you, Mrs. Cox? <laughs> I did a lot of teaching last time. What's your Karen moment? I want to hear I want our listeners to hear about your Karen moment, Coxie. I've probably felt a little triggered by some of the languaging in the post. And I won't go too far into what the post actually said. Um because even though I have a lot of things to say about the gentleman who wrote this post, I don't believe that it would be fair to give too much away in his case. How professional is that? It's not going to last, let me tell you. <laughs> anyway, we have on Facebook, we have a friend of my local suburb group that we're all members of and we pass on information and we share stuff we've grown in our gardens or we leave each other lovely compliments. It's a very positive, lovely group until last night when somebody um, made a very uninformed post about, uh, actually I should give some some more background. I live on a block where there are five schools. One of those schools is a private school. There's lots of them are private schools actually, but one in particular that we're talking about is a private school with a boarding facility attached to the school. This person made a post in the group about that boarding school and the fact that there were children on the oval running around without masks on. However, the languaging around the post is really where everything went wrong. First of all, there was a large judgment made about the kids being out on the oval. And for reference, teenagers are required now in Queensland to wear a mask. However, if they're exercising, they do not have to wear a mask. Nobody does just yet. That is still the current law as of 9.40 a.m. on Wednesday, the 4th of August. Uh, This post was made the night before. And then he went on to accuse the kids of being posho kids because they went to a private school. It's a bit judgy. Just a little. Now, for context, this school has a lot of boarders at it that actually haven't been home for 18 months or more because their families are very remote. So there's a, a high level of children from very far north Queensland and Darwin who are here on scholarships. So their families can't actually afford to bring them home every time there's a lockdown. And there's a lot of farming families that attend the school as well. It's a grammar school. You would expect nothing less. And so a lot of these children that we're talking about being on the Oval have been with their teachers and boarding masters for 18 months without getting to see their family. It's absolutely tragic, horrible situation. So I took it upon myself to kindly (laughs) point out that 
perhaps these children were actually boarders and therefore this was their backyard because the whole of the school is their backyard, therefore a bubble, and they actually have no reason to wear a mask. We don't have to wear a mask in our homes with one another. It's the same thing in the school, given that they're all boarders, they're all living in the same accommodation, they all eat together, they school together, they play together, they do everything together. It wasn't well received and it might have flicked on my Karen switch. <laughs> did you use any uh, expletives? Online? I did not swear. Oh, I had to nice. retype my responses <laughs> 20 times because I would bring out all the swear words. And uh, I didn't swear. I kept it as moderate as I possibly could and happened to do a little research on the poster and found that he had children of his own that we all could have cast judgment on. But I... I may have pointed that out. Don't forget, just like me here, here's a picture of mine. You have children that are all over your profile. I don't think that it's fair that you attack children that aren't even part of, you know, the parents aren't here to make any comment on it. You're you're attacking a school for something that you're uninformed about, you don't know about. Mm. So I was mm. as moderate as I could be and it triggered an absolute snowball of judgment, left, right and centre. So it wasn't all in support of, of my message. Mm. I had somebody else in the community trying to throw um, fact from old lockdowns. Uh, there was a lockdown here in Queensland where we had to wear masks even when we were outside. Um, if we were associating with anybody that wasn't directly related to us and didn't live in our home, etc. So they were trying to throw a lot of that, but it was previous information. It wasn't current information. Mm. And then we had a lot of other support for those poor kids that are stuck in um, their school. Imagine being stuck at your school. Like that's the stuff of nightmares for me. I had been stuck at school between nine and three. Right. <laughs> Never mind about for eighteen months nonstop. I just want to point out that eighteen months that includes Christmas. It includes uh, being in grammar school. It'd be at least eight weeks holiday over the Christmas period. That those kids. It's just been too risky for them to go home. And let's not forget that their families, for the most part being very rural, don't have access to healthcare facilities, don't have access to medication or perhaps vaccinations if that's what's required to keep them safe. So mm. sending these kids home becomes a large risk for those at-risk communities and we're judging them for being in the playground? And not to mention that, but it's unlikely that all of us have all of the information at hand to Absolute. know exactly what's going on and to be able to comment on that from a fully informed point of view. And then above all else, it's it's just your opinion. Yes. So what value does it have to put that out there? I mean, how what, what does that add to anybody's life? Does it actually make anything better for anybody? And in most cases with most of these things, the answer is a big fat fucking no. No, it just made the dipshit feel really good because he could post it out there and, and sling names around for five seconds. And to his credit, he eventually bowed out and walked away and didn't make any more comment. Some of his uh, um, team continued on. It, the post has since been deleted, thank God. It was pretty shocking in the end. Um, and that's the problem, right? We're all, we're, I, th I just feel like we're all in these tough situations where we by design, I think almost, begin to judge all of those around us and what their interpretation or opinions of the rules are rather than just remembering a couple of key things here. Mind your own fucking business to start with. 
It's not Mm -hmm. my business what my neighbour does. If I've got an issue with what my neighbour does, I could take it to them directly if I needed to. We could have a communication across the fence if I was really concerned. And what I've learned through multiple lockdowns is my interpretation is mine of the Mm -hmm. rules. It's not everybody Mm -hmm. else's. And there's been many times when I've interpreted it very differently to the way most people interpret what those rules are. That doesn't make me right or wrong. It just means that's my freaking opinion. We talk I don't about need to share that in a <clears throat> negative way as a, a tool to hurt other people or a tool to pass judgment on other people. I just need to remember that that is my interpretation only. And and you and I talk a lot about the about being open to possibilities with our tradiepreneur clients. Um, or members, whatever whatever we're supposed to call them, their clients and members. G'day to, to any of our tradiepreneurs listening to this. Um, they will be very familiar with the little triangle that we make with our fingers <laughs> when it comes to this, and they're probably groaning right now. And that, that whole principle and that approach to um, interactions with other people is based on the, the tenet of, as you said, seek first to understand, then to be understood. And it's actually a principle from... A, a, quite an old book now it was written quite a, a bunch of years ago, multiple decades ago, by an author called Stephen Covey. Uh, the five, seven habits, not five, the seven habits of highly effective people. Five would be good. It's a little shorter. <laughs> It'd save time. Yeah. Um, and it just seems that people, well, there there is a, a certain percentage of the population that are more than willing to assume that they're right about something before actually making any further inquiry. And it's not just about lockdowns and masks. It's about anything. It's about, you know, safety practices on site. It's about how to, you know, whether you should put money aside for your taxes. It's like, what should your accountant be telling you when it comes to your bass? Mm. Uh, You know, they're just opinions. And... But people go off like they're God or, you know, the president of the world and have all of the knowledge and they absolutely know that that's the case. And I'm I'm a bit of a fan of a good debate, Coxie. <laughs> I don't mind a good debate. <laughs> and I've also been guilty, and I'll stick my hand up, listeners, for suffering the affliction of I know-itis. I have an inflamed I know nerve uh and um it gets quite um quite sore on occasion because (laughs) it's so swelled up with uh, my own belief in my knowledge and unfortunately i think a lot of us find safety and security in what we think we know Mm. rather than actually being addicted to inquiry and and you know learning and considering possibilities because that's where innovation and 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 I had a fantastic debate with very dear friend of of my wife and mine about a very hot topic at the moment I'm not even going to talk about what it is on the you. podcast but we had a fantastic debate about something that is hotly argued at the moment um publicly online and Neither of us were out to change the other's mind. Mm. We were actually both comparing notes, comparing information, comparing perspectives and saying, well, I've seen this. It's like, okay, that's really interesting because I've seen 
this and pretty much just putting it all on the table as you would with a child and say, well, let's have a look at all this mm. and see what we can deduce from it, you know, like a, a Steve Irwin or a David Attenborough. Let's think about this. And we seem to have chucked that out the window. Fuck thinking. Let's just go on the attack with a shred of information and believe that we know everything based on one thing we saw. And then not stop to consider, given the monumental amount of comment, that there might actually be a different possibility here. Perhaps that person might need to reconsider where their head's at. It's, it's I, I, I don't know what's happened to us. Quite frankly, this is doing my head in. I see nothing but judgment online anymore. Mm. Even in the way the news is presented, it's all judgment. Hmm. It's all based on one person's opinion at the end of the day. My opinion is that dickhead should have pulled his head in and asked why the children were allowed to exercise without masks rather than being super judgy about it. The way the question or the statement is framed allows for conversation and understanding or it blocks it and it turns into a slinging match. There's two alternatives. Same, I guess. One's an attack and one's, one's an inquiry. Yes, it's not hard to make the difference between the two. And, and all it takes is that question. And I guess to, to um, rapidly move away from political hot potatoes and social uh, minefields that we have at the moment in, in the world we live in and bring this back to your life as a listener, uh, to you in your trade business out there, whatever stage you're at, whatever role you play in your business, this plays out in your life with how you interact with your staff, with your subcontractors, if you have them, with your primary contractor, if you're working for someone else, um, with your suppliers, with your banker, with the regulators, uh, with council, with your spouse, with your kids. And sadly, I I see people like your Auntie Karen um, <laughs> and that you had a stoush with. Um, and good on you for sticking up for the kids, Coxie. i got to say. Thanks. Good on you for sticking up for the kids because that's something that really shits me is people attacking others that don't actually have a right of reply. Absolute. Um, and not that those kids will know that, that someone's no, ragged on them. Uh, and I feel like that's part of the problem in this world. Again, there's another rabbit hole for us, but people aren't willing to stick up for their fellow human anymore. They just go on the attack. Mm. Whatever your beliefs are, to attack someone because they're not wearing a mask, before actually finding out that they've got emphysema and they mm. can't freaking breathe wearing one, how do you how do you know that? And you can go, oh, yeah, whatever was. Like, the chances of that are remote, mate. It's like, and it's still a chance. Mm. Isn't it worth just asking a question first? Mm. So with your staff, you know, your apprentice, if you've got one doing something stupid or being a turd and not turning up to work on time. We make these judgy assumptions that they're a dead shit or, you know, that they don't give a fuck about their job or that they're disrespecting us because we feel threatened Mm. and we let our own fear drive that lash out reaction. And in fact, that poor kid could be having all sorts of trouble at home. They, you, you just don't know their full story. And even if you think you do, I've made this cock up so many times in my life, listeners. Um, I'm coming 
to you from a place of having fucked this up big time and felt so sick in my stomach at some of the mistakes I've made in this exact scenario and wanted to dig a hole in the concrete floor with my fingernails and go and hide in it. Um, it all it takes is a few more questions. Yeah. Just to find out. Hey, man, what's going on? Nothing, mate. It's all good. Okay, you sure? Because I've noticed, you know, a few behaviours that are saying otherwise. You sure everything's okay? Uh, and, like, you might have to actually do a bit of work to yeah. learn about what's really going on. And if you do fuck it up, because we all do, God knows we all do. I, too, have been in those horrible situations where you want to rip your nails off as you dig your way into the concrete. <laughs> just have the humility to admit you fucked up. It's okay just to say, you know what, I got it wrong. Mm. Thank you for giving me more information so I now understand. Yeah. It's okay to be wrong. You in this world die. where we're all encouraged to be perfect, that's BS. There's no such thing as being perfect. None at all. You cannot be perfect. What you can be is the best that you can be. So you, if you make a mistake, it's just admitting. It's owning up to it. Yep. Fuck that up. And next time I'm going to ask some more questions. I'm going to try and understand before I make a judgment call. It's all it takes. Just ask a few more questions. Enlighten yourself. Um, be willing to consider the possibilities, you know. Even if that means to, I don't know, consider the fact that not all apprentices are uh, oxygen thieves, you know, <laughs> if that's your belief. And I'm sure that's not the belief of, of any of you listening. I, I hope it's not anyway. Um, but that might that might be confronting for you to actually, you know, if if <laughs> if you're an atheist, go learn about Christianity. If you're a Christian, go learn about evolution. Uh, like be willing to actually expose yourself to some different views that challenge your own. Because mm. it's not that you need to change your mind. It's not that you need to change your beliefs to those. It just means that you can be less of an asshole and a better human and not treat other people like shit without really knowing what's going on. Final point I would like to make, because could, I could rant on about this one all day, but I won't. Is there a boy version of Karen? I don't know what he called is called. <laughs> it's Warwick. I'm sure it's, it's Warwick. Warwick. Yeah. Middle-aged white man down to town. <laughs> I do want to say, and I did share this with our Tradiepreneur members recently, I recently observed a business owner on their private Facebook page that did link up to their business page. Please be aware that they all link. People can find you if you're listed as a business owner or something similar. Have a rant about a pretty hot topic and it has destroyed their business. It's as simple as that. It has taken away all their opportunity to work with the public because it was a very different opinion than most held. I don't have a problem with having a different opinion because I, I choose to not hold fear around difference of opinion. Mm. However, for them, general public did. They've lost their business. It's gone. They've got no more inquiries coming through. You can't fix that kind of damage to a relationship. Oh, dear. So it, my, my advice to you is to be very cautious where you do share your strong yeah. opinions because you just don't know who you're putting offside with those. That That is a fantastic point, Karen. I mean, Coxie, uh, because... <laughs> I, I think a lot of us forget that at, you know, 10.59 on the couch at home in the comfort of our own lounge room with the mobile phone in hand, 
the things we say on a public forum, we forget that we might as well go get a megaphone and a soapbox and stand on the corner of the Botanic Gardens in your capital city and proclaim to the world your views on something, you'll get arrested. Mm. You'll get crash tackled by some other crazy who disagrees with you. You just wouldn't do it. No. Most of us would not go out and make a public protest on a busy street corner in your capital city. That's what you do when you post this shit on a public forum online. In fact, it's worse because it's not just the street corner in your capital city. It's the whole world. And that stuff gets shared with authorities and regulators and your customers. And just please remember that. So have an opinion by all means. Mm Mm-hmm. Send a text to some people who agree with you and they'll make you feel better about your opinion. Or send a text and have a text battle with someone who disagrees with you, by all means. But yeah, that's a great point, Coxie. All right, I'm going to go find someone to go full Warwick on and uh, <laughs> enlighten them online. Karen a cup of coffee. <laughs> Listeners, we hope you found today's episode either useful or entertaining or both uh please don't hate us um we love you all uh we just want to i guess support you in your business and particularly at the moment tough times for many of you around australia and new zealand um and look globally of course but uh we are traders in business um we do want to help you if you feel like you could use a bit of support uh this is uh traders health month so, um, you know, great time to reach out. If you do need a bit of support, um, hit us on the website. It's probably the best way, uh, tradiesandbusiness.com.au or go join the big free Facebook group. There's no Karens or Warwicks in there. Oh, just, just Nick and Woz <laughs> keeping everybody uh, in line, <laughs> making sure they all tow the TIB line. Is that right? I promise so all... to be on my best behaviour. <laughs> you can have any opinion you like so long as it's mine. Um, so go join the Facebook group and uh, chat to a bunch bunch of awesome trade business owners in there and uh, we'll bring you some more podcast gold soon. Thanks for listening. Hooroo. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.